As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for tuning in to the Survivor Not By Chance podcast. We discuss survivor stories from all walks of life with guests who have turned their traumatic experiences into inspirational stories. The show is for entertainment purposes only. We do not claim to be medical professionals, nor do we give medical advice. Let's get started. Come on in and enjoy the show. Meet Asia Carroll, host of Survivor Not By Chance podcast. Asia is the author of The Pressures of Becoming a Diamond. She is a life coach here to help you through life's issues. Asia is also a psychic medium. Let her dive into your future. Contact Asia at www.survivornotbychance.com. Welcome to Survivor Not By Chance podcast. I am super excited for this episode today. You all are in for an amazing treat. I have a special guest. His name is Indy Brennan. He is an author. He is a poet. He is an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur. He runs so many businesses. Uh, I don't want to get too... Uh, excited just yet. Um, I do want to pull the cards really quickly for you all for the collective um, just to see what spirit has for you all today. Uh, but yeah, today is going to be a phenomenal podcast. Okay. All right. So we have one card that came up and it says dragons horde protecting the future. So be sure that you are doing everything you need to do to protect your future, um, any future plans that you have coming up. For example, if you're an entrepreneur, be sure you have the right contracts that are in place when you're doing business deals. Um, be sure that you're, re you're reading over contracts. I'm not sure who this is for. So someone has some contracts coming up. Be sure that you're preparing. If you have a retirement plan, um, be sure you're 
um, investing into savings as well as investments for your future, for yourself, and for your children. Sending you peace, love, and blessings. All right. So to introduce this phenomenal king today, I'm going to share my screen. And when I share my screen, I'm going to show you a video clip of his new book, which is so phenomenal. I started reading it and I was so engulfed. I was feeling every emotion that was in that book. And I had to put it down for a little bit because it was just so real and so vulnerable and so raw. Before I forget, please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Survivor Not By Chance. I survived not by chance, but I survived because I fought to survive. All right. So um, the name of this book, whew, What If White People Were Slaves? The name of the book alone holds so much power. What if white people were slaves? All right. I'm about to show y'all this video. And this video I'm about to show y'all. <sighs> That's all I can say. <laughs> that is all I can say. All right. So give me one moment. I am actually in the process of trying to share my screen. Okay. No, that's not it. Let me stop sharing my screen. Sharing the wrong screen. Give me one moment, y'all. Work with me now because I'm not the best with technology. Okay. I got, oh, I got the video. Here we go. Wow, that's all I can say. So let's bring the special guest on, Indy Brennan. Hey, so <laughs> much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you. I am excited to be here, Agent. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. Mm -hmm. What if white people were slaves? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, what came to your mind 
for you to write this book? Wow. It um, actually, the book is about 20 something years old. The idea. Um, mm. What happened? Um, I'll try to make a long story short. I went to, I live here in Atlanta mm -hmm. and I went to a car dealership. Um, it was actually for a nice car, but I went to a car dealership. I used to go there every day. I'm not a big car person, but I used to go there every day just to look at the cars as I, you know, as I grew. And one day I got, I went there, the salespeople were still there and uh, making a long story short, the guy introduced me to a specific car. <laughs> okay. And, um, I sat in the car and the wood grain, the seats, everything. It was just, it was an amazing car. Uh, and again, I did not go there to purchase a car. I just went there to actually look. Um, said a little prayer, made a deal with God. Hey, if, if they had black on black, I'll go with it. Yeah, I know. Um, so, um, and they turned out and he said, got good news, bad news, have black on black, but it's on a barge off of California. But it'll be here in two weeks. Make a long story short, I ended up going through the entire process, uh, getting credit approved. My credit back then was perfect. I mean, it was, it was great. Um, uh, getting credit approved and all the other stuff. Well, a few, at the end of the deal, he walked away for a second. And I guess to take it to the finance person or his manager, whatever they do. And his um, the owner of the dealership. This is RBM of Atlanta here in um, yeah, RBM of Atlanta on Roswell Road. The owner of the dealership, I believe it was the owner, uh, she came to me. And uh, when he walked over, he actually rolled his eyes. Mm. And I was like, okay, what's going on? So she came over to me and she started asking me questions about um, me. Um, at the time, I come from corporate. So traditionally I had low haircut suits, no facial hair, that type of stuff. But um, in the process of having my own companies and so forth and working with so many white people, I didn't like the fact that they looked at people who had cornrows and dreads like they were hoods or gangsters. Mm -hmm. So I purposely grew my hair out. Mm. So when I went into the uh, dealership, I had cornrows, okay, mm. believe it or not, I had cornrows. Uh, also, and I, again, I didn't expect to be there. I had cornrows and uh, a, a vintage shirt, T-shirt on, and some cargo shorts and some chucks. Um, she looked at me and started asking about uh, how long has the company been around? Uh, what do I do for the company? How long have I been doing it? Basically, she was profiling. Yeah. So um, everything else had been approved. Everything was done. Um so I, I walked out of there. I asked her to give me my paperwork. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, I said, I don't even want the car. And she said, no, we have to keep the paperwork. Uh, you know, I said, no, if you don't give me my paperwork, I will act like the stereotype that you think I am. Mm -hmm. She immediately gave me my paperwork. And I left. I was angry. Uh, make a long story short, uh, my assistant ended up finding, going to another dealership. Um, the two dealerships were owned by a brother and sister that did not care for each other. Mm. Went to the other dealership uh, against my better judgment, spoke to someone, had great service there, and I ended up getting the car through them. But when I left, my question was immediately, how would they feel if this was them? 
you know, what if white people were put in our position? Mm. Where every time you go into a bank, every time you go into a store, every time you go into an elevator, somebody's backing up, clenching their purse Mm. because of the color of my skin. So that's essentially where the idea, what if white people were slaves came from? Mm. Uh, My daughter and I did not write it until 20 something years later. Mm. But that's where the that's where the concept came from. It was an idea that had been in my head for years, for two decades. That is powerful. Mm hmm. And that that shows the significance and the impact of how we deal with racism on so Mm -hmm. many levels, so many different types of microaggressive behaviors that are in that gray area Mm -hmm. um, that people feel because it's them and their privilege, they weren't racist or they Mm -hmm. weren't microaggressive Mm -hmm. towards Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you held on to that feeling mm-hmm. and that emotion for almost 20 years and then yeah. put it into a book. Right. That right. Is impact right there. Yeah. Okay. So all of our viewers, and I have viewers from multiple different backgrounds and ethnicities, mm-hmm. even my white viewers, I need you to, to listen and hear clearly what this man just said in regards to his experience. 20 mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how it impacted his life to where he was able to put it graphically in a book that yeah. is so phenomenal. Yeah. And that- you go and get this book. It's called What If White People Were Slaves? And it is available um, on Payhip, payhip.com backslash the letter N, the letter D, the letter B, the letter R, the letter E, N like Nancy, N like Nancy, A, N, A, U, T, H, O, R. And that's for my listeners who are uh, my audio listeners. Please get a copy of this book. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Andy. No problem. No problem. No, I was, I was just going to say the, um, when I wrote the, you know, when we wrote the book, we had, I actually had a, a gentleman I know. Um, there, it was funny. We were preparing, you know, the back cover. You try to create some type of synopsis, mm-hmm. and I created two synops, two different synopsis. And um, he um, he was a white guy, older white guy. I mean, like sixties, mm. and um, he was also racist. Mm. He was one of those racists that deal with us, mm. <laughs> you know. But he was also racist. Anyway, but here's the remarkable part. He was an incredible writer. He was an incredible writer. Just looking at him, you would never be able to tell. Mm. So um, I asked him to give me his opinion on the two different, you know, blurbs. The first one was in your face. Okay. Uh, White people shackled, you know, lynching the whole bit. Um, He read it. He's paused. I saw his face get red. <laughs> then he turned around and read it again. Ooh. So he read it again. His ears are getting red. His neck Ooh. is getting red. He's getting, you know. Um, then he read it one more time. Ooh. At that point, I knew which one needed to be selected. Ooh. Then he read the other one, which was a lot tamer, a lot softer. And um, he read it once and was like, okay. He said, honestly... Uh, my first reaction was to elbow you in the mouth. Oh, said okay. 
right. you know, I, I can appreciate that. I can speak with anyone as long as we can have an intelligent conversation. Right. But, you know, he was just being honest. He said, but uh, from a uh, creative standpoint, if you're asking me as an author, you have to go with this one. Because it, it's going to give you the give the reader the type of emotion yes. that you're looking to pull out. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's I mean the reactions have been um, adverse. They've been different uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. Believe it or not, the reactions have been great to the book. They've been great. Um, but what I know that a lot of and understand, I don't I don't have a problem with anybody. But what I know with uh, a lot of white people, and I know they do this unintentionally in a lot of cases, right. mm-hmm. um, they will attempt to dilute or diminish the past, mm-hmm. you know, or, yeah, or reference something else to make it appear as if, see, this is, this also happens in these other areas. Mm-hmm. When in reality, one of the challenges that I've always had with the United States, as far as the media and the government, is that um, they have no problems attacking other countries, mm. China, Russia, and Cuba in particular. But when it comes to, but they promote us as this free, independent, loving country um, where we wouldn't do any wrong. Mm. Uh, and the reality of it is this country has done some terrible things to uh, many sects of this of this country. I mean, from not just African-American, but Native American. Yes. Uh, and, and I mean, you know, and it, it, there's a list, okay? Yes. And um, it's, that's the part that I try to help them understand. I had one person tell me, call me a racist because of the title. He Poor. said, you know, yeah. happy, it was my birthday and he said, happy birthday and, um, and uh, you know, I'm glad you, you know, I'm glad you used racism to get your book up. And he put in quotes, white people. The funny part about the expression white people, the expression white people didn't come from black people, didn't come from Native Americans. I don't know if you know that. Mm-mm. The expression white people was first documented in 1613 by a playwright where Europeans were meeting with, um, you know, in the play, were meeting with Africans. And the African chief said something to the effect of look at the expression of the white people. Mm. So it was actually a white man that actually, I guess, created this expression. Mm. Um, so it wasn't us. Uh, yeah, we use it. But, um, you know, it's and I've had people say, hey, they're doing this. They, they have slavery everywhere and slavery is bad no matter no matter where it happens. Well, tell a woman that who gets raped. Mm. Say, well, you know, other people have gotten raped too. You know, um, they rape in other countries as well. Um, that doesn't that that we're talking about here and now. We're not talking about Somalia or some of these other places. Uh, we're talking about America, mm-hmm. this land of the free and the home of the brave. And don't get me wrong, I always stress I love America. There's no country in this world where you have Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Chicago, Miami, New York, Atlanta, all the different the different amazing cultures all in one country. There's no country out there. Uh, opportunity is definitely here. Mm-hmm. But we definitely have our issues and just ignoring them will not help. What if white people were slaves was designed to help both sides, mm. all sides, uh, you know, uh, 
my objective was to give everybody an opportunity to walk in each other's shoes. Mm. Because like Jane Elliott pointed out back in uh, 68, you cannot truly appreciate someone's life experience mm. until you walk in their shoes or you experience something similar. Yes. That's why I saw you put up the, the sign dealing with trauma. That's why women who grow through similar trauma come together yes. because they can all relate to that. Mm-hmm. Versus if someone had not experienced that, they're going to basically have to imagine. Yes. Uh, so when you put white people in shackles and mm-hmm. in sharecropper homes mm-hmm. and in cotton fields mm-hmm. uh, where they're cut off and that privilege is now extended to other groups, mm-hmm. uh, it gives them an opportunity to kind of walk in, you know, walk in our shoes and vice versa and vice versa. It is powerful. It is absolutely powerful. And so I also want to highlight some of the other phenomenal things you're doing in regards to business, um, because you are helping change so many lives, Indy. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. In so many ways. And mm-hmm. so let's talk about your book slam. Mm-hmm. The book slam every Tuesday from eight to 10, 10 is approximate. Uh, we have the book slam. Um, it is on Clubhouse, the mobile app, audio only app. And we feature seven to 10 authors literally from around the world. They come on there and they read an excerpt out of their book. So essentially what's able, what happens is uh, readers and other authors are able to come on there and um, speak with the authors, hear from the authors. They can hear the context of the book as the author originally intended because they're actually reading it. So it's a it's it's a great entertainment experience. I encourage everybody to come out again. It's on Clubhouse, the Clubhouse mobile app. Uh, if you go in and you look under the book slam under clubs, uh, you, it will be the very first, actually book slam. It'll be the very first selection under um, under clubs for when you search for that. And join us anytime. You do not have to be a member. Uh, but definitely uh, join us. It's a lot of fun. It's educational. It's heart gut wrenching. It's heartbreaking. Yes. <laughs> um, it's funny. So uh, definitely come out. It's a it's a good time. Yes, and um, I that's how we met. Um, mm-hmm. You found me for my book, The Precious mm-hmm. of a Diamond, mm-hmm. which is available on Amazon, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you found me and you gave me the opportunity to read my book during the book slam. And mm-hmm. it was so phenomenal listening to the other authors, mm-hmm. listening to their passion with mm-hmm. their, their mm-hmm. books. <clears throat> it was phenomenal. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. And you also are, um, you help people create audio books. Yes, I am what some have deemed, uh, some have deemed me as a master business development, developer, <laughs> master business strategist. Uh, I've, I started my own company um, back in the mid to early 90s. Um, I went through all the highs and lows. And trust me, there were many highs and many lows. Um, but I, I went through every phase of business management, business development that you can imagine. Uh, I've worked with a lot of different companies and uh, I work with a lot of different companies now. 
But yeah, I'm focusing a lot on authors right now as well. Uh, number one, a lot of authors, they know that they that the books are somewhat of a entrepreneurial endeavor, but they don't know about structuring their life or their business uh, to accommodate the book. And then, um, uh, and then, yes, the audiobook. I help people develop audiobooks. The difference is it's not, I don't just promote audiobooks. I actually promote what some have called enhanced audiobooks or audio theater. And so what we do, we take the, um, we take the audio and apply music and sound effects. Uh. Okay, so when you're listening and the author references the children playing in the field, you can hear the children in the background. Mm. Or when you're talking about walking through a field, you can hear the footsteps, you can hear the wind, the rain, the doors opening and closing. So what happens is it, it creates a much more immersive experience. Yes. And the human mind is so amazing because the mind begins to construct this environment. There's no video, of course, but through the description, through the sound effects, through the voice, uh, the music, it begins to create this environment, this atmosphere that is that becomes that particular book so yeah i help people with uh audiobooks uh which is a lot of fun so yeah if anybody is interested in um doing an audiobook with music and sound effects definitely email me or hit me on uh instagram uh and, and under you know indie Brennan author yeah and i would love to assist uh we do have uh financing options uh, because I know that a lot of the authors are not, you know, J.K. Rollins or um, George R.R. R. Martin yet. <laughs> so, you know, uh, most authors are actually still working nine to five. So there are financing options uh, through Cezzle. Uh We par partner with Cezzle. But um, yeah, definitely. And we're in the process of partnering with, up with some other people. But definitely, if you're interested, definitely do not hesitate to uh, do not hesitate to reach out. And, um, you know, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And you are such a phenomenal individual person. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not just talking about just business, but as a person who is authentic and who is genuine and has a great heart. That is right. <laughs> you I have helped me in so many ways in my mm -hmm. business. So I want to give you a thanks. Um, Thank you, you helped me with my podcast, with my mm -hmm. audio portions of my podcast. Let me tell you, viewers and listeners, if you are interested in any aspect of business and you need someone, Indy is the person because he has every <laughs> connection you could think of. He I knows so much. He's so intelligent. He's so brilliant. He's like a genius when it comes to graphic design. Oh, we can keep going and going and going. <laughs> so if you are interested in becoming an author and you're not sure which way to go, reach out to Indy. If you're interested in creating an audio book, reach out to Indy. If you're mm -hmm. interested in even starting a podcast and you just don't know how to begin or how to start, reach mm -hmm. out to Indy. Okay. Um, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I appreciate it. Um, you've been, you've been fantastic. I know we communicate all of the time. But you've been yes. fantastic. 
and I wish you, you know, the very best for um, for your podcast and everything that you're doing. You know, I commend you for your courage, you know, for everything that you've done, um, for you to actually have told your story. You know, that takes a lot. That takes a lot. And don't get me wrong, you're not the only one, but like I tell a lot of authors when they come to the book slam, they share those very intimate stories. You all are a blessing to so many people. You become that voice, that sister, um, you know, that, um, that, 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 what do you call them? The, the best friend when you don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you become you know, the best friend in my head. You become that, that person that they can turn to and somehow speak with or connect with. So what you do for people is phenomenal. Even this platform, how you are introducing, yes, I was down in the dirt, uh, which even I have been, okay, uh, but I, I was down in the dirt and now, you know, I'm here. And from what I've seen, everyone that you brought on have been extremely humble. You know, you don't bring on the, uh, you know, people aren't getting up dancing in shiny suits. I'm <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, it's it's a very hum humbling platform. So I definitely uh, thank you for this. Uh, you're doing a great job, Agent. I mean that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Indy. All right, everyone. Thank you to all of my viewers. Thank you to all of my listeners. Go get a copy of What If White People Were Slaves. Yes. Okay? Go, go get it. Sure copy. It is available on PayHip. So go to payhip.com slash forward slash ND Brennan author. And if you have any questions, it will be all of the links will be in the description. Go ahead and grab your copy. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. next week we will be we will have another guest. Um, like I said to you all before. Because we're living in a pandemic, we do have guests lined up up through February, like to the middle of February, almost the end. But I allow people to be themselves. And some people have family things happening with the pandemic. Some people are getting sick. I was sick. My children. I was sick. Yeah. You were sick. Yeah. So, you know, I wait until almost the very last minute now to prepare to be sure that someone is not experiencing an unfortunate situation in those moments. So thank you to all my viewers. Thank you to all my listeners. Thank you so much for being here. Please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Survivor Not By Chance. And I appreciate each and every one of you. You all have a great night. I am sending peace and blessings to you all. Thank you for listening to the Survivor Not By Chance podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you to today's guest. We are survivors not by chance. We survive because we fought to survive. Peace and blessings to you all. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.